Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. We're back in business here. We're holding on Yudgimlamud Aleph Masechet Ta'anit. We're in the middle of a sugya which was begun by a statement of Rafram Bar Papa, Amar So let's try to remember what we're holding because we, had, we did stop in the middle of a sugya. We had a halacha, the top of Yudgimlamud Aleph, the fourth line on the page, from Rafram Bar Papa, who told us that there's two types of fast days. There's fast days that are meant to be fast days of Avelut, of mourning, like Tisha B'Av. And there's fast days that we're supposed to refrain from pleasure, refrain from Ta'anug. Essentially, days that we're supposed to suffer. Sarashi explains it. If it's a fast day that we're supposed to fast because of mourning, Avelut, so then there's an Isur to wash not only in Chamin, in hot water, but also in Tzonen, in cold water as well. That's what Rafram Bar Papa said. If it's a fast day that we're supposed to refrain from pleasure, so then you're not allowed to wash in hot water, but you're allowed to wash in cold water. This was the chidush of Rafa Bar Papa. Okay, so for example, all those fasts for lack of rain, for missing rain, you would be allowed to wash in cold water, not in hot water. Okay, that's, that's what would come out practically. Fine. We brought a proof to him, and then we had a second attempted support, which we came out ultimately was debated if it was a proof or not, fine. That's where we left off last time. Now what we're going to do today is challenge Rafram Bar Papa with two different questions, and we'll answer them as well. We're going to bring questions, kushyot, against Rafram Bar Papa's chidush. So again, to be clear, if it's a fast day because of Avelut, like the Shabbat, you're not allowed to even wash in cold water. If it's a fast day of Ta'anug, you're supposed to stop, refrain from pleasure, you're allowed to wash in cold water. That's what we said, Rafa my Papa taught us. So let's look now. But then he brought the. We said, we said. Yeah, we'd come in better, right? Cold water. Avilut, you can't even wash in cold water, exactly. So we're holding out Tashma. Tashma is uh, about 10 lines above the wide lines. If you look, it's about 10 lines. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 10. Yeah, it's 10 lines, exactly 10 lines. Tashma, Kishamru. Tashma. Tashma, the end of the line. Last word line are Tashma. But there is no, this is not the conclusion from what we said at the end? With um, Tashma. No, Papa? no, they keep arguing. Now we're going to bring proofs against them. We're going to bring questions against Rafa Bar Papa. Now. But the, the conclusion with Rafanina, that he say Mutar la Bet al Pam Bishana, was not the conclusion. Well, well, in the end, it seemed to be it was, it was a proof, but the Gemara is now going to bring questions against it. That's what we're going to bring now. Questions against. So let's see this question. And we're going to quote now a Braita that explains when it comes to fast days, fast days in general, uh, fast days because of Tanu, let's say for rain, for example. So we know that there's certain things you're not allowed to do. Melacha, wear shoes, like we spoke about in the Mishnah, the second level of fast days. So this Braita explains to us what the qualifications of each of those are. You're not allowed to wear shoes in this scenario, but you could in that scenario. You're not allowed to wash in this way, but you could wash in that way. That's what the bright tie here is going to do. So we're going to see now. Just one second. Yeah, Tanitsibo. We're talking about regular fasts of the public. Yeah, so let's see. Everybody looks inside. 
Tashma. Everybody see Tashma? Tashma. Tashma. Says the Brayta. Let's come in here. I mean, let's bring a proof from a Brayta to... This is going to be a question against Rafa and Bar Papa. Okay, let's see. Tashma. The Brayta says, Kishamru asor b'mlacha. When the Chachamim said, you're not allowed to do work on Ta'anit Sibur. Okay, so on the, let's say, the second level of fast days we spoke about for rain. When they said you're not allowed to do melacha, lo amru ela bayom. This was only during the day. excellent. But the night before, which really is the beginning of the fast day, but in regards to melacha, mutar. We actually mentioned this on Yerbetim Udvet. We learned it from Asifatzkenim. Beautiful. Okay, this is not applicable to our question, but we're just going to bring a, sir, a brayta here. So when Melacha was only, Asur was only during the day, but the night before it was Mutar. Okay, She'amru Asur bin Ilata Sandal, and when they said you're not allowed to wear shoes, Lo Amru Ela Be'ir. This is only true in the city. It means when you're amongst the people in the city. Havo Baderech, but if he has to travel on the way, so to go without shoes is very difficult. So Baderech on the way, Mutar. You would be allowed to wear shoes. In the, city. in the city, I guess it's your flat surfaces, etc. So So then, how would it be done? Noel. When he goes out on the the way, the traveling, Noel, he wears shoes. Wear shoes when you're traveling. On the fast day. When he enters into the city, then he takes off his shoes. Okay, so this is what's that? Maybe Maritayin, but this is really not applicable to the question. We're just we're uh, qualifying each of the isurim. So again, we said in regards to isur melacha, it's only by day, not the night before. Wearing shoes is only in the city, not outside when you travel. Now we get to what's nogeya. Now, when we said that you're not allowed to wash, wash your body, take a shower. Lo amru elakol gufo. It was only said regarding your entire body. But his face, his hands and his feet, okay? To wash face, hands and feet, mutar. Also with hot? Now, that, that, that we're not sure. We're talking about a fast, regular ta'anit not avilut, regular ta'anit Now that we don't know yet. This we're going to have to figure out. So what do we, ju- so what do we just say? We said, when it comes to the sort of washing, it's only if you wash your entire body. But his face, his hands, and his feet would be mutar. Now stop for a second. The way Rav from Barpap, Amar of Chizda, would qualify, should qualify this is, what is he talking about, cold water or hot water? Only cold. This is, this is not Avelu, it's not Avelu, this is a fast day. Maybe it's not Avelu at all. Uh-huh. So how would Rav from Barpapa want to explain this Brayta? How would he want to explain what we just said? It's asur kol gufo, but it's mutar panaviyadav raglav. Asur kol gufo hat. What's that? Kol gufo hat. Matan's right. Matan's right. Right. Everybody hear what Matan's saying? Face and feet would be mutar with hot. Meaning, but you understand that's Rafram Barpapuot would want to explain the brayta that way. Someone's phone is making noise. What's going on? It's vibrating. The way Matan explained it is the way Rafa and Papa would like to explain this Braita. Let's let's see me say that outside. To those parts, exactly. Meaning, although it's asur to wash in hot on a regular fast day, face, hands, and feet would be mutar. To say it's talking about cold doesn't make sense. Because according to Rafa and Papa, you could wash entirely in cold on a fast day. So it has to be we're saying according to Rafa, the way we'd like to understand this is 
hot water. You can't wash your entire body, but you could wash hands, face, and feet. Good. But the problem is the Brayta finishes off as follows. You also find the same halachot by minudeh. Minudeh is somebody who's in cherem, excommunicated. Certain avirot. If somebody does them, the beitin will put them in cherem, in excommunication. So that's, there's our other reasons. Another reason they might put him in minudeh is if he refuses to come to court. He's summoned to court and he refuses. He refuses, he's misarev hazmana. There's different reasons why beitin will put him in cherem. But when he's in the status of minudeh, what's going to happen is there's certain restrictions he's bound by. So what does it sound like it's saying? It's the same halachot in regards to isr of washing, isr of shoes. Why? It's what? So he's bound by certain restrictions because he's not listening to the chachamim. He's like excommunicated. He has to bear these restrictions on himself. That's that's what it would seem to be. All these these three restrictions we just said should also apply to minudeh. Ube'avel, and this is the key word here, uh-huh. as well as somebody that's a mourner. And what did we just do? No, but, but mourner, we say you cannot use even sonet. What we just yeah. said in this brayta is the same restrictions that apply about washing to ta'anit sibur also apply to a mourner, ta'avilut. Now, Rafa and Bar-Papa created a distinction between them. He made a chiluk between them. We're saying the same way Avelut is not allowed to wash, also Tanitzibor, general Tanitzibor of Tanug is not allowed to wash. So, it sounds like the three halachot we said before are equally applicable to Avel as they are to Tanitzibor. So let's apply the third rule, because that's really what we're going to get into. So let's speak this out. Exactly, that's going to be the problem. So let's speak this out. Before we said you're not allowed to wash Kol Gufo, you're allowed to wash panav yadav raglav. That's what we said before. Okay. Now the Gemara is going to say it can't mean hot water like we were trying to say, because as we're going to show, an avel, a mourner, is not even allowed to wash one finger in hot water. So it has to be when it says he could wash panav yadav raglav. What does it mean? Cold water. So the problem is, then it would seem to emerge that what? That even by Tanit, even by Tanit Sibur, because we're comparing the two of them, even by Tanit, you're not even allowed to wash in cold. That's going to be the question. Because we know we've already determined in Moed Katan, it talks about the halachot of mourning. And we're going to say, and a mourner can't even dip one finger into hot water. So it has to be hot water. So therefore, it has to be when we're saying before we're saying panavia davra glove. You can't wash kol gufo, but you could wash panavia davra glove. It has to be. What does it mean? Cold. But then it would come out, meaning only only panavia davra glove could be in cold water. So it would come out on a regular tanit sibur. You're not even allowed to wash in cold water. That's going to be the question. The comparison creates a question. But yeah, what do you want to say? But I asked you last week. So before your question, let's just read that inside. Let's read. So my love says the Gemara. My love, isn't it akulu that the comparison is in all of these cases in wearing shoes, in what was the other one wearing shoes, uh, melacha, as well as washing? And then what the Brayta would be saying, and the Brayta would then be one second, yeah, but I mean, all the halachot would be the same. So, my love, akulu, isn't it a comparison entirely of all these three isurim? So, says the Gemara, uvamayaskinan. But what type of water are we talking about? 
If it means you can't wash your whole body in hot, you can wash your face, hands, and feet in, in hot. So, Panavya Davraglav Misharu. Is it permitted for a mourner to wash his hands, face, and feet? The problem is, Rav Shesha tells us, when it comes to a mourner, he's not even allowed to place his finger in hot water. So we know a mourner is not allowed to put even the smallest part of his body in hot water. Can't be saying he could wash his hands, face, and feet in hot water. So the Gemara says, rather, it must be. It must be, what's the Brayta saying? That the mourner is not allowed to wash his whole body in cold water, but he could wash his hands, face, and feet in cold water. And the comparison between mourner and Tanit Sibor would then say that a Tanit Sibor also is not even allowed to wash in cold water. So because of the comparison, this is a question. It's the same. Exactly. That's creating a similarity. Let me hear the question. Let me hear the kasha. Meaning the Brayta seems to be equating these. And if we know by a mourner he's not even allowed to put his finger in hot water, so this chiluk about gufo and panavya davaraglav must be in cold water. But if it's in cold water, that means just as a mourner can't wash in cold, can't wash his whole body in cold water, also. In Tanit Sibor, he can't even wash his whole body in cold water, which is a question against what Rafa Bar Papa Amar Rav Chizda was saying. Everybody hear the question? Very straightforward. How yeah. come that we are not have the same restrictions? I know that, that there is severity in the Humra of uh, Tisha B'Av is higher, but there is still connection with Asarab Tevet and Uzayim B'Tamuz. Yes, so yes. It's a good question. Good question. I don't want to get off topic, but that is a very good question. But it's not, let's, let's just stay in the Shaka Vitaria. It's a very good question. Is that Hashem the end of the Sugya? Let's get back to that. Let's just stick in the Shakla Vitaria. Are the same as Tanit Sibur. That's the first part of the Brayta. First part of the Brayta, it doesn't mention it clearly, but that's what it's talking about. Rashi says, first part of the Brayta is talking about a public fast day. So an ordinary public fast day. Like for, say for rain, any ordinary public fast day of Tanuk. And just the qualification we made is very important. And the qualification we said by washing of the Tanit uh, Sibur was you can't wash your whole body, but you could wash Hanavya Davra Glav. Now, regarding a mourner, we know he can't even put his finger in hot water. So it must be, if these are compared, bless you, if these are compared, so then it must be that we're talking about in cold water. He can't wash cold gufo in cold water, and it would imply then that a Tanit Sibor can't wash cold gufo in cold water either, which seems to refute the distinction Rafa Bar Papa had made. Exactly. Clear? Question good? Now, I want to speak the answer out outside before we see it inside. I'm not sure you're going to love the answer. The answer the Gemara is going to say is, you are assuming the three halachot we mentioned before are similar. When we said, it means the three halachot we said before are the same by Tanit Sibor and Avel. So the Gemara is going to say no. In regards to Rechitza, they're different. When we said, it means in regards to the other two halachot. The other two halachot, they're the same, but in regards to Rechitza, they're actually different. Because in regards to Rechitza, actually, Tanit Sibor could wash in cold, Avel cannot wash in cold. So the way we're going to understand it... 
But hear the an- just hear the answer out for a second. Everybody hear the answer. We're saying v'chein. What it means to say is, in regards to the general halachot, they are the same. But we're not specifically comparing it in regards to rechitza. Because in regards to rechitza, we're going to stick with Rafa and Bar Papa and say, really, mishum ta'anit. If it's a ta'anit, mishum ta'anug, you're mutar to wash in cold. And by the way, when we make the difference of gufo, panavia davraglav, what are we talking about? Hot water. That he can't wash his whole body in hot water, but he could wash panavia davraglav in hot water. That, 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 don't compare it in regards to that. In regards to that, it's not the same, because he can't even wash his body in cold, just to make that distinction. What we're saying they're the same is in regards to the halachot of nilata sandal, the halachot that we spoke about before, not in regards to rechitza. And this is a little bit of a what we call in the Gemara ukimta. Ukimta means we're making a how would you say it nicely, a uh, assumption or a response to validate the position of Rafa and Bar Papa so that it fits within the Brayta. It's a, it's it's a, we're making Justifying. justification. I guess you could say it like that. Let's read that inside. So again, the Gemara says it seems to be a question. So the Gemara answers. Um, lo, thank you. Where are we? Lo, lo, lo. No, not a question. Really, when we said that he can't wash his body, his whole body, but he could wash his hands, face, and feet, that means in hot water, because he could wash in cold. He just can't wash his body in hot by Tanit Sibur. And the question that you had, that there was this comparison between Tanit Zibur and those other cases, Avel, that's referring to the rest of the halachot. Asha'ara is the rest, like Sha'ar. That's referring to the rest of the halachot, not the halacha of Rechitza. So we answered up his, his position, and that's that. Yes. Right, sandal, washing. So melacha. But Melacha Tanitibo also re restricted? Tanitibo, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. So, but the, the Tanit that we are de- dealing here is Tanit for Shamin. Yeah. So this Tanit is basically like the highest level of severity. Yes. Because it's the third set. Yes. And in this set, basically, there is no Melacha. Correct. So, Correct. Correct. Yeah. So you also don't wear shoe. Just to show your your suffering and your pain. Correct, the, correct, correct. I'm exactly. trying to catch up. Correct, like, no, you're right, you're right. Because you're right. we are, we kind of lost track a little bit with the situation with Rafa Papa. Yeah, I, I do want to point something very interesting out over here. Rashi tells us something here based on the comparison of Melacha. Melacha, right? Rashi says here. You want to look at the Rashi? I just thought this was a fascinating Rashi. Everybody hears the question. And the answer, though, the question and answer is clear. Right, so we assume that was com- a complete comparison. The response is not a complete comparison, so we make the distinction. Fine. Look at Rashi. You see that Rashi? It's the fourth wide line in Rashi. Yeah, you see that? Yeah, exactly. Do you see it, doctor? Yeah, do you see it? Look at this Rashi. So by public fast days, you're only not allowed to work during the day. But during the night, the night before, it's mutar. So Rashi says, but this is, and this way it is compared to Tisha B'Av, Avelut. So it's the same as Tisha B'Av. So Rashi says, Mashma, from this it would imply, that the evening of Tisha B'Av, everybody sees, that's what it clearly seems to be saying. We're saying in this way they are comparable. Isur Melacha is only by day, but the night before, it's not. So for Tisha B'Av also, it starts at night, the Isur of Achila, for example. But the Yisro of Melacha only begins the next morning, okay? 
And you only have to stop working by day. But we don't make widespread this matter. Very interesting. It reminds me the same thing that you spoke about in the morning. You hear this? Somebody Somebody could go work at night time. Because if the person will work at night time, he might go no, work in the day. We don't want to tell no. people this halacha. You're not allowed to work in the daytime. Correct. But you're allowed to work in the day, but don't say it. Don't tell of people. Course, don't tell people. Gonna, it's just going to be an open. Why? What's no, the shot? Not Why? Not By the way, everyone. Well, what's the issue, really? If you if you start to work at night, well well, it's, go, it's going to bring it to a kasha, and you're going to start to ask what's the difference between oh, the night okay, and the I day. Okay, I didn't even think about that. I hear that though. I was going to say simple pshat. At Tisha B'av, we're supposed to be focused on zechel chovan, remembering the avelut. We're not supposed to distract ourselves with alternative behaviors. Right? It's one of the reasons we don't learn Torahs because it brings us joy and it'll take us out of the mindset of Avelut. So perhaps the reason is because at night, if we're going to start doing work, even though it's mutar, it takes us away from the mindset. Why do they make it mutar? Good question. But that's what Rashi is coming out practically. Maybe, maybe you'll just completely engage, you're saying. I hear, I hear. That's, you're saying it's like a gizera. But, but, sure. but aim at Farsimin, so we don't, we don't uh, tell this out. Yeah. But you're gonna probably going to find another loophole and you're going to say, for essential work and for different oh, that's in general. You're yes. not going to open a coffee shop or a nightclub. So what you're saying is probably is true. No, I saw it, it actually is true. When we talk about Isur Malachah here, it doesn't mean all of the Malachah. There are minor things that are permitted like we said, to do. If Tishab yeah. falls, falls, let's say, on a... Uh, if the people need some produce or right, right. there is any need. Right. Right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Hundred percent. Um, but can we? Someone, sure. You said the three halachot. I lost you. Yeah, no problem. What's the problem? You want to go over it outside? Real quick. I just sure, sure. Line. First this one was melacha. Melacha. Melacha, rechitza, and melacha, nilata sandal, and rechitza. That's what we spoke with. That's what the Brayta said. Rafa just talked about Rechitza. Okay. Really, the first two were not. It's not no get to Rafa my Papa. But the Brayta said these three, and it said Rechitza is only called Gufo, it's Asur, but Panav Yadav Raglav is Mutar. So what does it mean? It can't mean hot because Avel is not even allowed to put one finger in hot water. So it must mean cold. He's not allowed to wash kol gufo, but he could wash panav yadav raglav. But then it would come out that tanit zibor is the same, that he's not allowed to wash in cold. Kasha and rafam bar papa. So the Gemara not a kasha. Because we say vechen, it's only comparing for the other two halachot. For nilata sandal and melacha. But regarding rechitza, they're different. Because really, you're not allowed to wash in hot for tanit zibor. Cold is bechlal mutar. And for Avel, he's not, allowed to, not even allowed to wash in cold. Like, we make this chiluk. But the Vechen is just comparing regarding the first two alachot, not regarding the third alachot. Okay? All right, let's, let's stop here and do a review, because I don't want to go too far ahead. Tomorrow, there's one last proof, God willing, we'll get to tomorrow. You know we, we're going to get into a sugya of Avelut, actually, now. Very interesting sugya. In regards to the Rashi that you mentioned, yeah, Rabbi, yeah, yeah. it reminds me what you spoke about in Masachat Shabbat in the morning. Yeah. With the Akira and Anacha. No. Oh, 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 it's Gzera. Why? Gzera. Because if, they, they, if they're going to start to work in the, the night time, right. if, he's just gonna do one, if he's just going to do Akira, Akira end up doing he might going to end up Beautiful. doing Anachai. It's Gzera. I hear, I hear. Very good.